0: Start and end your day with a fake commute. This is TFG Unbuttoned. It's
1: the focus group unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash, an off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events.
0: Welcome to TFG Unbuttoned, John Nash. With here with my good friend and co-host Tim Bennett. Find us every Tuesday on your podcast platform of choice. And of course, check out Focus Group Radio on Wednesdays. That's our live show from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube Live and Facebook. And of course, we're available anytime at focusgroupradio.com because we know that everybody time shifts. Big, big thank you to Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, for being with us here from the start on TFGN. Button. We invite you to go to focusgroupradio.com, click on the Critics' Choice Video logo, and begin your shopping experience so we are firmly into december i cannot believe that um christmas is actually what three and a half
1: weeks away Yeah, yes <laughs> it it's, blows it's, my mind it's, right it's marching along and christmas has arrived at the the household in at in, in rehoboth john christmas has arrived it's it's a notch away from kitschy if you ask me although i'm not involved I sit and enjoy, but uh, I laughed because I thought of you, because Bob really loves setting up for Christmas, doesn't he? We are all
0: set up at the house and the house has been ordained Christmas ready because the snow bumble now, you know, my favorite <laughs> ordained little character from Christmas Rudolph, Christmas Christmas ready. Ready. my little favorite character from Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer is the snow bumble. And I have a little Bob got me a little doll of the character years ago. And whenever I see him on the shelf, it's like, OK, I guess he's kind of like the elf on the shelf, right? The right. snow bumble on the snow bumble on the mantle. That's the way it goes.
1: But the interesting thing a lot of people are saying people are still decorating and doing what they're doing but a lot of people are not going to certainly gather like they did or have companies so it's really for yourself if it were for me i probably would have been more in your camp and done nothing because <laughs> you probably if bob wasn't around you that's christmas is nice but
0: <laughs> you know i keep saying
1: and i and no one cares to listen but
0: it's a day yeah <laughs> it's, it's 24 hours I mean, would you do a
1: would you do trees and put up the garland no. to do the yeah so you're like no 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 um you know
0: however i do have a Charlie bob puts in my office which i think is a really testament to i don't i don't i'm not a grinch or anything but i'm just very careful with time but i have a little charlie brown christmas tree in my office that he put up i think i think was it um what's the name of that store that used to sell came that from five below five below okay got i got you those it's it's not it's not like it's a tiny one and yeah. a little red ball on it, you know that, and the snow bumble that's the
1: spirit of Christmas for me, right? You sound like my grandma Bennett in nova scotia she, she took out her ceramic tree and plugged it in all of twenty seconds. Christmas was up, <laughs> and Christmas went a down went down just as quick when January hit. I love those ceramic
0: trees <laughs> by the way we had we had one, my grandma had <laughs> one, and I agree with you. put it out, plug it in, click right done dun. At done top of the t v boom done, yeah. well it's just a very different year and i know that when we drove uh up to the house from the city last week uh we were stunned when we got off the the highway at the normally there's a bit of a, um, a runway into christmas and what i mean by that is the outdoor decorations uh there's there's a couple of a week or two and then everybody's full bore and you can see it from space kind of thing the no one really waited. Um, Thanksgiving was barely over and the lights were out. And I ran into my neighbors, Todd and Marge. Uh they were walking on this uh rail trail that we have not far from us, and I was riding my bike actually, and I walked, I ran, I rode by him. And I said, I saw him, I said, Hey, Todd and Marge. So we're chit-chatting and I said, Hey, you guys got the lights up really quick. And Todd goes, You know, this is the year that it had to be quick. He said, But I he goes, I derive a lot of peace and joy from watching the lights. <laughs> And they have this cool spotlight outside that shines on the trees, and it it does like a pattern and stuff. And I actually right. like it. And I couldn't agree with them more. And I think anybody who's uh you know putting up stuff and having fun, watching the lights and decorating the tree, have at it. Right? Yeah. There's no better year for this, right?
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm I feel bad because I've yet to uh, I haven't done anything to the front of the house, or you know, you and I ordered those Ella Beanries, but you know they're late, and I was actually going to call them if we don't get if we don't hear anything by midweek this week i may cancel the orders really well they're blaming the pandemic and apparently we probably could have used this as a story on our on our uh, on our live show as a business story on wednesday they um it's impossible to find live trees and live garland and people have gone all in for all the live christmas trees this year and the prices are outrageous i don't know if you read that i was wondering about that
0: because i've seen a couple of stories about tree delivery the live trees you have to put up with what you get there's a shortage there's a shortage we were uh bob and i took a walk yesterday we were talking about the year he bought a artificial tree for the house upstate here both places actually have artificial trees and they're made by um balsam yeah i forget the name and um they look kind of real. And, and, and to me, especially when, when you're not home for a while, like I always worried about the tree getting dry and something happening and a spark going on, you know, something crazy like that. So I, there's a lot of calm in, in the, the, the artificial tree category. And it looks great. And it's, it's really just a device to hold all these great ornaments,
1: right? Yeah, that's all it is. You know, you don't want and your then, cat but- or dog drinking the water.
0: No, and then Bob said rather sensibly, he goes, you know, this thing pays for itself in a couple of years. Because if you go out and spend money on a tree every year, right? And if you're, I know that we have friends in the city who used to
1: pay 120 bucks a year for a tree. Think about that, right? And Bob justifying the the expense for John. (laughs) He he knows how to do that. He knows what to do. He knows how to
0: run the ledger. And then it became appropriate. (laughs) Then it became acceptable then it well cuz it was you could amortize it out yeah. suddenly it was like yeah there you go you see you read that one oh, well yeah. all right we got a couple of fun stories for you folks on uh, on button this week we hope everybody's doing great and thanks for tuning in and uh, subscribing and listening i uh, teased the first one at the start of this and i i actually was surprised i didn't see this earlier in the news cycle as in months ago but um came across a article in, uh, from the site lifehacker And the headline reads, consider starting and ending your day with a fake commute. So everybody loved when, you know, the only if there was a silver lining to the pandemic, it was that, you know, we could all work from home and it really does work. And we could do Zoom. We could do all that. Um, But over time, a lot of people began to realize that, no, it's not really working because I don't have the me time that I used to have on my commute, whether I was in a car or on a train or, or maybe I walked to the office or something. So these things are absent in our life now, these, these moments. And there's a German word um, that they use for this. And uh, I, I listened to it on Google Translate a couple times. Uh, Feierabend. Feierabend. <laughs> Feierabend. It's Feierabend. Feierabend. F-E-I-E-R-A-B-E-N-D, meaning the time between finishing your work and starting leisure activities. That's a pretty specific word, isn't yeah. it? I mean, <laughs> But it's the idea that you know a well-rested uh, person is going to be a better worker the next day, and and during this whole time period, people don't know starting and stopping. It bleeds into each other because you never leave your home. So this is an attempt to recreate that. I thought it was a great idea. Their suggestions are to take a walk, do an exercise, do something that would have taken the same amount of time, but then it gets you into the headspace of working.
1: Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. When I when I was a district manager the, um, the leadership at the time, they would always advocate. This is when we all wanted phones, you know, when a car phone would have been a big deal. And their philosophy initially was that they didn't like the idea of the car phone because it took away from exactly what you're saying, that sort of time to just think and, or get the windshield time alone and not be bothered. And this reminds me of the same thing. So whether if it's you, you'd probably do your commute, you'd read a book, you might read your Kindle or you might listen to a podcast. And a lot of that is missing out of the day because you get into the habit of doing that either to to or from the commute, right? Correct. And, and yeah. so they're saying that you need to need to incorporate that again. I know some people will get up and they'll do yoga or they'll do, do some sort of meditation. A lot of people do work out, um, but they, they said that's a little different and you can't be checking social media and you can't be listening to the news. So they said you have to do something different. So I, I, I agree with them. I think it's important. Um, I, I've been trying to get Bob in the, the
0: mindset of like getting up, dressing, going out, doing a half hour walk, coming back, sitting down. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the discipline though. And they talk about that in this article as well as the, the creating that, that moment is hard. We're compelled to do it when we had to go from A to B and you had to show up somewhere else because that was your job. Now that you don't have to do it. It. Forcing yourself into it is even harder, but big recommendation for me would be to, or from me, would be try to make this a part of your day, the coming and the going, or inventing a fake commute just so you have some downtime to clear your head, right? Yep. Our next story um, was actually an interesting one for me because I had no idea this organization ranked so highly on the Human Rights Campaign Index but the headline reads trans employees share their experiences working at this incredible lgbtq friendly company and that company is usaa actually um and that was surprising to me because i know usaa from their advertising it's an insurance organization specifically geared towards uh current and retired members of the military offering home auto you know all kinds of policies so to hear that they actually had a 100% rating from the HRC was a surprise to me. And of course, some of these employees' uh, experiences at USAA transitioning were nothing but positive, and they had a good experience.
1: And it was just an interesting, I just thought it was an interesting
0: article, actually.
1: Yeah, and there's a number of companies, I remember over the years um, when trans became more um, out in the open, I guess, for lack of a better word. I remember Dunkin' Donuts, for instance, as a franchise, was very supportive in a place that um, that encouraged uh, trans people to apply, and they were very supportive of of them in the workplace. So my, my takeaway on this overall, though, is probably it's something you've always said, and that is visibility and being authentic and being who you are, and that helps make you more comfortable at work And you don't have to start thinking, okay, what do I say? How do I act? What do I, you know, what do I tell this person? What do I tell that person? And both of these employees, Christine and Hallie, both had said that A, the company was supportive, but B, they felt it made their work better and it made them feel more part of the team rather than feeling maybe they weren't always bringing selves to work. So this goes back to, again, as I said, what you've always said, it's familiarity and it's knowing people. And it's putting a, a putting a uh, a real person to the uh, to the label, right?
0: Totally. And I'm going to, to grab two lines to reinforce what you just said from the article at the near the beginning of the article. Uh, Christine, one of the employees, was uh, talking about her journey towards transition and the research that she had done. And this kind of bothered me when I read this. She said the main message I got from my online searches at the time was to pretend to be a boy for as long as possible get a job, get insurance and whatever else you need, and when you come out, get ready to move to a new location where no one knows your past. I mean, that is, that's like a lot. (laughs) I can't even process that. I mean, you look at all the layers you're dealing with there, and and then the worst of it, prepare to move to a location where no one knows you. I mean, how crazy is that? By the end of the article, when she talks about the incredible experience that she had with her team and with the company. And to what Tim just said, this idea of not being authentic—she says it feels like you're in a cloud or constantly acting when you're not being yourself. It's a lot of work to keep up that persona and watch your behavior and mannerisms. And being yourself is just so much easier. So I I thought it was an interesting um, take or an interesting article and a really interesting window into a company I had no idea was offering um, that kind of a workplace and 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 such a great score on the HRC.
1: Yeah, good for them. Good for them.
0: And our uh, last story today. Um, this is a head scratcher to me. Oh, I'll just I'm just going to admit it right now because, well, the headline: Go ahead and stare at your smartphone during live events. You'll enjoy them more, says NYU study. I <laughs> I read this and I'm like, okay, it's a short piece. They did a little research that said that people like journalists or people that are live blogging a, a live event emotionally seem to be more invested in it and get more out of it because they're like experiencing it differently. I don't know. I remember Tim when we saw the Pet Shop yeah. Boys at the Hammerstein Ballroom and the concert began and all those f- phones went up in the air it was just a sea of lighted rectangles. And I thought, are you watching this show? And people were watching it through the phone, right? I don't know what I think of this. I I I am maybe it's be- my bias is that I don't enjoy that kind of experience watching it through a phone while i'm there live well, what's right what's the
1: point of going live i mean you and i, I think both agree in this case I, I i you know marilyn may 93 years old Gets plays 54 below in manhattan all the time if you don't know marilyn may look her up or google her or, or youtuber and try to see and, her and try too. to see her she's fantastic but she had talked about this in an interview i would seen recently and she said when she's she'll start singing out people exactly what you said throw up their phones and she stopped which she never does. She never really will just stop. She stopped and said, the show's up here. (laughs) Like, look at me. I want to look at you. Look at me. And the show's here. And you're going to miss it all if you're looking at your phone, meaning what the musicians are doing and taking in the atmosphere and taking in what's going around you. And I totally agree with her. A good friend of ours, Kelly McDonald, who's been on our our show, the focus group a number of times, had to get used to this. She's a uh, well-renowned speaker um, in things related to consumers and diversity and business. And she said more and more each year, she found people weren't looking at her and she was not having a dialogue with the audience because they were all on their phones. And she had to get really get used to it. She said, I don't know if they are not paying attention. They may say they're, t- they're Twittering about it or they're blogging about it. But how do you know? And so her her feeling was it took her a long time to just say, well, I'm going to be talking to this audience at 300, 3000, whatever the number is. Most of them are going to be looking down at their phones and not paying attention, or maybe they are paying attention. So I'm with you. I, I, th- I think when somebody's having a dialogue with you, or you're at a performance, or you're at a, a meeting, you should pay attention.
0: I wonder if this goes to our upbringing, um specifically you and I were both taught, and I know you were, um, to, to be an attentive audience member. Um, if someone's on stage or someone's giving a presentation or someone's performing or you're seeing a play, your role as an audience member is to be attentive and to be alert and to be observant, right? So to me, all this other behavior of checking your phone, recording it, you know, is distracting to other people, which means, so you're impacting someone else's enjoyment of a performance. And then it's just, breaking that rule of being an audience member but as you said kelly is a great example i remember the time she told us that story about well guys i gotta tell you something you start talking all the laptops go and and she ignores it but it's a learned skill um but i don't know it seems to be a social norm that's getting broken here i'm probably a broken record saying no it, but, and, you <laughs> know
1: it also reminds me of something as simple as and i i think i've been guilty at it until I corrected the behavior, but even when a server comes to your table to tell you about the specials at a restaurant, you should put your yeah, you should put your menu and down and look, and look the at them and acknowledge that they're speaking to you. A lot of people don't. A lot of people just totally ignore them as they speak. And I just we we need to change that behavior. I I think, but they don't want. If if we were on our old platform, John, the the theme song to Andy Griffith <laughs> would be playing right now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you're t- yeah.
0: For both of us, Matt, our, our producer, Matt would be playing the Andy Griffith tune right now while we're doing our little thing. The thing about this article, this one that we're referencing in bold type participants who created social media content during events consistently felt more immersed and engaged in their experiences and enjoyed positive experiences even more. That's the individual creating the social media yeah. event, right? And I just said a moment ago, what if you're sitting next to someone who's futzing with their phone and recording things and moving around? Aren't you then impeding on my enjoyment of a, an event if I don't want to be recording it? I just want to be
1: staring at it and absorbing well, it, it, it it's, right? It's like I said earlier, why go? Just watch, just watch it online or
0: something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want to, that's part of It's like, why go to a concert,
1: right? If you want to go to a concert and see your favorite musician play, but you're going to be looking at your phone the whole time, or, just get the record, or get the disc, or get the, or get the download, yeah, the stream, yeah. or whatever. Whatever you're gonna do. So, so Mayberry
0: is gonna have a, a moratorium <laughs> on recording stuff, right?
1: The Burgermeister Meister Burger says no recording in Mayberry. Any event? i what. I would be horrible now in a corporate environment because I would still be back. No phones at the meeting. <laughs> no phones. Well, I. I'm glad you brought that up
0: because um, I have been, I've had the pleasure of being in meetings with senior management. You have too, where we have observed, you know, top executives, busy people who have every right to be looking at their phones, right? Come in and they place the phone face down. They put their hands in front of them and, you know, they have a pen in the pen and they're, and they stare right at you because you're, you're there for them. They're there for you. Why would that behavior be any different for someone less high up in the organization, right? So I, I say to anybody listening, if you, it's not about the phone, it's about attention. The attention, the, the attention span is a really important thing. And I, when I've, you know, who used to do that a lot too, was uh Fred used to come in to see some of the marketing presentations at Subaru. He would sit and c- c- like fold his put his hands in front of him and just smile and look at people and only ask questions when he had an, something he wanted to know about, but he yeah. gave He never even brought his phone into the meetings. And, Nope. That's absolutely right. You never did. And I, I just remember that thinking, wow. Okay. That's because then I remember a, a line someone said to me is, um, you're more important. The harder you are, the harder, the harder it is to reach you, the more important you are. If I can get you just by clicking something or then you, you're not that important. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. As I mentioned at the uh, top of TFGM button today, uh, Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987, has been a partner of ours since we launched TFGM button. We want you to check them out by going to focusgroupradio.com, clicking on the Critics' Choice Video logo, and begin your shopping experience. I always recommend getting a catalog from them. My holiday one just came. I love it. It's very nonlinear. It's very old-fashioned in some ways, but it works for me. And uh, you could do that by going to the upper left-hand corner of the primary homepage, and there's a, a box there for signing up for catalog. Um, I saw something that I'm just going to mention. Maybe I'm going to get it on season one, because why not? Um, a lot of people have told me about this PBS show on Masterpiece Theater called Grant Chester. It's about a priest, and I think maybe he's a detective or something, <laughs> but I, See how little I know, and but I'm but Pat and Gary are like you got to get Grant, Grant Chester. Chester. It's like into its fifth. Like, Is it British? Grant Chester. The, It's yeah, it's most certainly a BBC, and it's a masterpiece theater thing. But I, I heard that in a two
1: day period well, from three it. people. So,
0: <laughs> so there I thought, okay, I, I and, and I trust Chester. Pat and Gary
1: like I trust your 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 uh, recommendation. So it's probably probably a good one. That's a good idea. So while you're um, and while you're there, also at uh, Critics Choice Video, which you can get to by going to focusgroupradio.com, just click on the Critics Choice Video logo. If on any orders over fifty dollars, which uh, we would uh, expect you would if you're buying gifts for folks, if you enter the coupon code Santa, you get an extra twenty percent. So there's already great deals there, and then you get an extra twenty percent with the coupon code Santa. But you'll see all the offers and all the deals that are there on the home page at Critics Choice Video. Thanks for joining us. And uh, be sure to catch our live show, which is Focus Group, the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash, on Wednesdays. But you can find all of our media housed and download it, or find the most recent uh, broadcast audio or video at FocusGroupRadio.com. Stay safe, mask up, and everyone have a good week. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Available every Tuesday. Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.